Local Anesthetic Systemic Toxicity by Deanna L. Wadland Abstract Local anesthetics are commonly used in the perioperative environment to facilitate surgical procedures or to provide postoperative pain management for patients. The use of local anesthetics, however, introduces the risk of complications resulting from local anesthetic systemic toxicity and the risks of increased morbidity and mortality for the surgical patient. Systemic toxicity from injection or overdose of local anesthetics is a rare but potentially fatal complication that occurs in less than 1 in 1,000 patients. This article provides the perioperative nurse with information about local anesthetics, the signs and symptoms of local anesthetic systemic toxicity, and the information needed to manage a patient experiencing this complication. Approximately 70 million surgeries are performed annually in the United States. Nearly 53 million of these are performed on an outpatient basis. Today, clinicians use local and general anesthesia extensively to eliminate pain from surgery. For example, dentists in the United States use approximately 100 million carpels of local anesthetic per day. Although the widespread use of local anesthetics makes painless surgical procedures possible, the use of such anesthetics carries the risk for local anesthetic systemic toxicity last. To manage and prevent last in patients undergoing operative and other invasive procedures, perioperative nurses should be aware of the range of local anesthetics available and the signs of, symptoms of, and treatments for this potentially fatal complication. History of Local Anesthetics Less than 200 years ago, elective surgery was virtually non-existent. When surgery was performed, it was undertaken without the benefit of anesthesia and was considered a last-resort attempt to save a life. The earliest form of anesthesia has been described as a sharp blow to the jaw that rendered the patient unconscious. Over time, clinicians began using various plant-based alternative therapies, for example, marijuana and belladonna, in an attempt to dull sensation and make surgical procedures less painful. Mesmerism, hypnosis, and distraction also were attempted to improve the patient's surgical experience. The use of injectable local anesthetics began more than 100 years ago when surgeons started injecting cocaine, the first local anesthetic, into the oral cavity for wisdom tooth extraction. Dr. William Halstead used cocaine as a peripheral nerve block in 1884 when he injected it into a patient's surgically exposed bronchial plexus. During the same decade, Dr. Carl Kohler used cocaine as a topical anesthetic during ophthalmic surgery. The euphoria, potential for addiction, and mortality associated with the use of cocaine, however, pointed to a need for a less toxic local anesthetic. In 1904, procaine, the first synthetic derivative of cocaine, became available. It dominated the local anesthetic market for nearly 40 years. Lidocaine was created in 1943. Lidocaine is non-addictive and is generally well tolerated by most patients. For these reasons, Lidocaine quickly became the standard by which we currently compare all anesthetic medications. By the mid-1960s, mepivacaine, prolocaine, and bupivacaine were also available. These new medications expanded the options available for local anesthetic use. Articaine was first synthesized in the late 1960s. Although articaine is not commonly used in the United States because of its potency and safety profile, it is now the most commonly used local anesthetic in Europe for dental procedures. Today, local anesthetics have become a valuable part 
of a multimodal postoperative pain management plan. Local anesthetics are commonly used for topical anesthesia, skin and soft tissue infiltration, peripheral nerve blocks, epidural or spinal anesthesia, and IV regional anesthesia. Although local anesthetics provide the necessary block for surgical intervention and act as an adjunct for postoperative pain management, their use is not without potential risks. Although LAST is a rare event that occurs in approximately one of every 1,000 patients, the consequences are potentially life-threatening. It is crucial that perioperative nurses have the knowledge necessary to understand how local anesthetics work and the risks associated with their use, and that they are able to recognize the signs and symptoms of LAST and institute appropriate, timely treatment. Overview of Local Anesthetics Two anesthetic modalities aid in rendering the surgical experience painless for the patient, general and local anesthesia. General anesthetics are systemic medications that render the central nervous system, CNS, incapable of processing surgical stimuli. Local anesthetics prevent the surgical stimuli from reaching the CNS by binding to receptor sites on the sodium channels in the nerve cell membrane and creating a reversible block of the transmission of nerve impulses. This block prevents a wave of depolarization from effectively moving through the nerve, thereby eliminating the transmission of the pain impulse. Local anesthetic composition. Local anesthetics are made up of three chemical components, an aromatic ring, an intermediate chain, and a terminal amine. The first component, the aromatic ring, determines the lipid solubility of the local anesthetic. Local anesthetics are classified as amino acids, for example, lidocaine, mepivacaine, bupivacaine, or amino esters, for example, cocaine, procaine, tetracaine. The characteristics and differences between these two types of local anesthetics are listed in Table 1. Amino amides have a long duration of effect and are metabolized by the liver.